Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. Hey, I'm Rudy Maxa. Hey, nice to have you with me this weekend. You know, every weekend at this time on this station, we spend an hour or two talking about travel from, oh, I don't know, all perspectives, over, under, and all around, from hot destinations to the latest travel news to breaking deals. Nice to have you here this weekend. Now, if if this is the first time you've tuned into Rudy Max's world, let me introduce myself. I'm a travel journalist, have been for about the last 15 years or so, came out of a straight journalism background. After college, I spent 13 years at the Washington Post as an investigative reporter and personalities columnist. Uh, then I did the same as a senior writer at the City Magazine in D.C. called The Washingtonian for another nine years. And about 15 years ago, a public radio business show asked me to do asked me to do spots on consumer travel issues like you know, why you shouldn't drink water on airplanes, how to get upgraded, what to do if you reserved a hotel with a credit card, but you show up and your room's been given to someone else, that kind of thing. And then slowly, over those couple of years of doing that on, uh, part-time for that radio show, travel journalism started to take over my life. Uh, those commentaries led to a one-hour weekend radio show called The Savvy Traveler that was on about 145 uh, public radio stations, coast-to-coast. And then 11 years ago, that led to an offer to host a series of public television shows on the great destinations of the world. I still do that. And if you watch your local PBS station, you're likely to catch one of the 85 episodes I've filmed. We're doing some new ones this spring and summer, so stay tuned for more episodes of the TV series. That, by the way, has the same name as this radio show, Rudy Max's World. So you only have to remember one name. All right, that's the bio. Those are my credentials. I'm also a contributing editor with National Geographic Traveler magazine, as well as with Delta Airlines uh, in-flight magazine, which is called Sky. Um, having said all that, I hope it convinces you that if you have a travel question, write me at Rudy at RudyMaxa.com, or you can call me on our toll-free number, which is 800-387-8025. I'll repeat that in a minute. Uh, if we're live on the air, we may put you on, and I'll answer your question right then and there. Uh, but many of our stations time shift us to different times on the weekend, so you may get a recording. If you do, just leave me your name and number and what you'd like to talk about. And if it fits the show, we'll get back to you. Let me know uh, if there's a better time than not to call you back. That number, again, is 800-387-8025. It's a free call. All right, sorry for the long spiel, but, you know, we have new stations joining the family all the time. we got new listeners and it struck me this week that uh, maybe some of you are wondering why the heck Rudy Max is telling me about travel. Well, there you go. You can read my uh, daily travel minute and drop me a line by visiting RudyMaxa.com. If you'd like more information on my television shows or would like to see if there's a DVD that I've done on a place that interests you, we've covered South America, Africa, Europe, Asia. There may very well be a show on a place you've been dreaming about or that you've been, you want to relive, or you're thinking of going to, or your kids are thinking of going to. You can go to maxa.tv. It's that simple, M-A-X-A dot TV. But uh, anyway, rudymaxa.com will also link to that. This hour, I'm going to tell you about a traveler who makes any miserable trip you've ever taken Look like a cakewalk. I mean, this guy battled unfriendly natives bent on killing him and his fellow travelers. He had to eat boiled leather to survive. He barely made it home alive, and a lot of his friends perished in the trip. I'm going to have details on that in about 10 minutes. Uh, then, have you ever thought about trading your home for a week or even a few months with someone else in another part of the world? We'll talk with the head of a company that can help you do that. Sure saves on hotels. 
And here's the perfect family vacation. Spend a week at a family-run, 31,000-acre working cattle ranch in the California countryside. We'll tell you about that, too, this hour. I'll have a couple great deals of the week, but let's start with a look at this week's news and travel. The top domestic story, the one you talked about this week over the water cooler, had to be that hapless air controller at Washington's Reagan National Airport who fell asleep on the job around midnight Wednesday as two passenger jets landed on their own without his help. The guy's been suspended from his job, and all eyes again are on that question of exhaustion. He was apparently working a fourth straight night shift. Now, I don't know what he did in between then, but uh, the question of uh, uh, whether there ought to be two controllers on duty at a time has also been raised, especially given that the airport is so close to the White House and Congress, and it's just about across the street from the Pentagon, for goodness sake. Uh, When commentators this week talk about two people on the job, I can't help but think of those two Northwest pilots who overshot Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport in October of 2009 by about 150 miles before air controllers managed to get their attention and say, hey, make a U-turn. Those pilots told investigators they'd gotten distracted looking at their laptops trying to figure out their work schedules. So sometimes it appears even two people can't focus. California's Yosemite Park fully opened to the public on Friday after being closed for three days when a storm left roads blocked with snow and downed power lines and branches. As of Friday, the park still had no electricity, but at least the three main roads leading into the park were cleared uh, of the snow and the fallen trees. So you can visit again California's Yosemite Park. Um, That steady drumbeat of news from Japan on the effects of radiation from those uh, damaged nuclear power plants has led led to a worldwide crush of cancellations by folks who had planned to visit the country. Outgoing flights from Japan are full of residents leaving the country, but incoming flights are largely empty. Uh, Uneasy tourists are taking sort of a wait-and-see attitude about visiting. Travelers from Europe to the U.S. to Bangkok all have canceled, well, not all, but many have canceled their travel plans. Uh, Even to Tokyo that was relatively untouched by the earthquake and nowhere near that devastating tsunami. And finally, if your name is Phil Campbell, well, this June, you better get yourself to the town of Phil Campbell, Alabama, for the annual get-together of guys named Phil Campbell. That's the name of the town, Phil Campbell, Alabama. It's the town's 100th anniversary this June, so this is a big one. Uh, expected to attend are Phil Campbell's from all over the world, including the U.K. and Australia. The event is being organized, of course, by a 38-year-old Brooklyn writer whose name is Phil Campbell. He reckons there are about 458 Phil Campbell's in the United States. Well, here's the way Phil Campbell put it in a YouTube video. We're very serious about this. We want to make sure that no Phil Campbell is left behind. <laughs> and the town is really excited about this convention. Everybody is excited. We're going to be have a great time in Alabama. You are invited. Everyone's invited. The Phil Campbells of the world are especially invited. Really, really excited to be going to the Phil Campbell Hoedown in Phil Campbell, Alabama in June of this year. Another thing that I've actually done is set up a posturous blog. So it's philcampbell.posturous.com. <laughs> if you send an email... To Phil Campbell. Oh, my goodness. There you uh, go. Phil Campbell's in three accents. You got the American Phil Campbell, the British Phil Campbell, and the Australian Phil Campbell on this YouTube uh, video. No Phil Campbell left behind. That's how, that's I like that motto. Now, the fun isn't limited just to Phil's. Also welcome are the world's Phyllis Campbell's, Philippe, Philip, and Philomena Campbell's. They're all invited. At a similar convention of Phil Campbell's in Phil Campbell in 1995, 22 Phil Campbell's showed up and one Phyllis Campbell. Uh, Incidentally, the Guinness Book of Records says the largest gathering of people with the same first or last name actually took place in 2005 when 164 Martha Stewart's traveled to New York City for, you know the ending, the Martha Stewart Show. 
So there you go. Phil Campbell, Alabama. It's calling you if you're Phil or Philomena or anything in between. Uh, this is your year, the 100th anniversary of Phil Campbell, Alabama. Uh, by the way, the population of Phil Campbell is about 1,000 people. So if 100 Phil Campbells turn up, I mean, the population of the city grows by 10% in one fell swoop. No Phil Campbells left behind. I may make that the motto of the show, uh, you know, for the next two months so we get them all there. All right, stick around. You're about to hear a travel tale that's going to knock your socks off. It is horrifying. It's also historical. You're in Rudy Max's world. Glad you are. Stick around. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transportation to the hospital of your choice. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit MedJet.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. <coughs> On average, a smoker will die 15 to 20 years earlier than a non-smoker. Quit risking your life. Quit spending all your hard-earned money. Quit worrying about dirty looks. Take your freedom back and switch to American Blue Tip, the hassle-free electronic cigarette that looks, feels, and tastes just like the real thing. It's not real smoke, just water vapor. Crazy. I can finally relax without sucking in all those chemicals and tar. No secondhand smoke. Quit thinking about it. Make the switch to American Blue Tip right now. It's everything you love about smoking without the tar, tobacco, and carcinogens. You won't even miss cigarettes. Call now. Now for your risk-free trial of American Blue Tip, call 1-800-604-3206. That's 1-800-604-3206. Quit stalling and switch right now. Call 1-800-604-3206. That's 1-800-604-3206. I'm excited for our newest beer for this spring, Samuel Adams Noble Pills. It's our take on a classic bohemian pills. We use all five European noble hops for a beautiful hop aroma. Samuel Adams Noble Pils is crisp and refreshing with a bright golden color. Ah, perfect for a crisp spring day. We brew it for just a couple of months, so try the new Samuel Adams Noble Pils today before it's too late. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Save responsibly. Join Rudy Maxa at call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back. It's 18 after the hour. I'm Rudy Maxa. You know, we've all had a bad trip now and then, something gone wrong. But this guy had a really bad trip. Uh, <laughs> his name is Francisco de, uh, de Ariano. Do we pronounce C-L, buddy? I'm sorry? Oriana. Oriana. That's what I thought. Noel in the Spanish, right? Buddy Levy is the author of a new book, and it's a fascinating book. It's called River of Darkness, and it tells the story of Mr. Oriana's uh, uh, 
voyage of, I love the phrase, death and discovery. Now, that's, that's something that'll sell a book. Uh, down the Amazon River. Uh, this was not a leisure trip. I, I'm te I teased you uh, coming on, buddy, saying you think you had a bad trip. Wait till you hit about Francisco's. Uh, exactly. Um, this, is, this happened in the 16th century, and uh, why don't you set it up for us, uh, uh, buddy? Why was he over there? Why did he leave his home, comfortable home for, uh, uh, for South America? Hey, Rudy, thanks for having me on. Um, well, uh, Francisco Pizarro and his uh, conquistador mates had, had just recently uh, conquered uh, the Inca, and as a sort of bonus, they decided, well, why not go over to the Andes and try to find... Uh, cinnamon and this golden man named uh, El Dorado, ah. and in in the offing they bit off a little more than they could chew. Um, Francisco Oriana was a, a relative of the Pizarros, and he went with uh, Gonzalo Pizarro, and things went from bad to worse once they got on the water. Well, first they found little cinnamon and no gold, correct? <laughs> well, exactly. They uh, they didn't really know exactly where they were going, and the cinnamon was in short supply, uh, which would have been a great coup for the Spanish to, to uh, because of the spice trade. Uh, but as a result, they continued um, sort of plundering over the mountains and to the river. And once they found the river, uh, they still held out hope for finding gold. Okay. And so uh, this is, a, I think, as I recall, it's about 60 men uh, on this uh, this rather unfocused, well, it was focused, but uh, uh, expedition into the unknown, shall I say. Exactly. Well, it, what ended up happening was that there was a split between Gonzalo Pizarro, who was the leader, and Oriana, and they had built a boat, realizing that they that travel along the uh, banks of the river with horses uh, was untenable. So they built a boat. And Oriana volunteered to take 57 men. They were, they were starving to death, essentially. And uh, Oriana volunteered to take 57 men downriver in search of these large manioc uh, yucca plantations that they had heard of. So his goal was to go downriver, find the plantations, and bring food back to uh, Pizarro and his uh, couple of hundred men. All right, before we consider, continue that saga, let me ask you, how do you know as a researcher, as a historian, as an author, how did you know they, were, they were, had to eat boiled leather and that they were starving and that, and that somebody had told them, hey, there's you know, milk and honey down the Amazon River? How do you, how do you know this stuff? Well, uh, as it turns out, having written a book about Cortez and Montezuma, uh, I discovered that the Spanish are terrific chroniclers of their own exploits and their own conquests uh, and their own pillage. And so there were a number of accounts that uh, were corroborated uh, through the documentation. And uh, I have to tell you that, that the accounts of the Oriana uh, expedition are, are more scant than, say, that of the conquest of Mexico, uh, which has just got volumes and volumes. But there were fewer men on this journey and fewer men who survived. Um, but a chronicler named uh, Carvajal, uh, a priest, kept very, a very good diary and records. So they were hungry, but they were still keeping diaries. Okay. Um, <laughs> so they go down the river looking for Valhalla, or well, their version of Valhalla for the moment. Mm -hmm. what, what greets them? What do they find going down the Amazon, or up the Amazon, I should say, right? Uh, well, down. Uh, down. After they split, um, what they find uh, is a very interesting, diverse landscape. I traveled there myself, um, and as you know, one of the great perks of, of doing this kind of work is... Um, 
the exotic adventure travel. But what they found were tribes of indigenous people living there who had lived there for a good, long time, uh, some of whom were quite friendly and hospitable, and some of whom, uh, you know, would shoot them with poison darts and, and <laughs> arrows. And they found magnificent chiefdoms, the likes of which uh, don't, do not exist uh, still today. Um, they found flora and fauna, which is just miraculous. Um, you know, scarlet macaws and rodents the size of small elephants and manatees and pink dolphins. Did some of those poison darts hit their targets? They did. Uh, there are some great accounts um, in the book about well, they didn't exactly know what was going on, so they had to. They would find that um, one of their compatriots would uh, go into convulsions and die a horrific death over about a course of a day, and they they finally figured out um, what was happening, and they did some retrofitting of the boats to to try to deal with it. Oh my goodness! Did they did they make it to uh, they made it to civilization at some point? I gather. Well, that's the thing that's so interesting to me is that there was civilization all along the way, and, and, and Oriana was not your run-of-the-mill conquistador. He was quite different than the Pizarros, than Cortez, in that he was more bent on discovery uh, with a mind toward later conquest. I think he figured out quite early that he didn't have a chance unless he used language. So he kept a, he made a dictionary, he learned languages along the way, and he communicated with the people um, and didn't try to, to take them over. He tried to just um, reason with them, uh, learn as much as he could about them, and ask, to, ask for safe passage downriver. we got about two minutes left with Buddy Levy. His new book is called River of Darkness. It's published by Random House, and it's fantastic. I'll tell you, tell you a little more about it. So how long did this journey down the Amazon, how long did it last, or take, I should put, I should say? About a, about a full year of constant moving and struggle, and they stopped a number of times uh, at villages that were friendly um, and stayed a couple of months at the most, uh, at which point they would there were a hive of activity. They built uh, forges, they made nails, they constructed another boat. They were very ingenious and very um, industrious along the way. And, uh, and how, did, how did it end, and this, this particular journey end for him? Well, Francisco Oriana ends up being the first European to descend the entire length of the Amazon from the headwaters in the Andes all the way to the Atlantic. Uh, and it was, at the time, a, a miraculous voyage of discovery. Um, and he made it all the way back to Spain to report um, his findings. And I won't, I won't give away the answer or the end, but uh, he, he returns uh, with um, an eye on... Uh, still finding the golden man and riches uh, the likes of which Cortez and Francisco Pizarro had uh, garnered. Let me get this straight. So he survives this. He loses companions. They're starving. They don't know where they are. They've got no map. They've got no GPS. They don't know what's on the other side of the, the jungle. Um, <laughs> he gets home safely, and he goes back? He decides that was a good time after he licks his wounds, and I'm going to go back there and try to try to. Uh, I, I think it's an allure. Once you go to the Amazon, you'll see uh, there's an allure that brings that draws people back, and it drew Oriana back. Traveling, I tell you, it's 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 seductive this traveling. So uh, how did he how did he end? I know he well. I already know it didn't end well, did it? <laughs> it did not end. It's one of the most um, ironic endings because he he. 
He perishes on the banks of the very river that he has discovered and named uh, after an encounter with the Amazon. They, uh, at least that's what he and his um, uh, priest claim happened, and, and I tend to believe it. Uh, he, he goes back and is, ends up lost and relatively insane and bereft of all dignity. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Was he, was he a brilliant guy or uh, uh, an odd guy? I think he was a terrific leader. He understood uh, people. He was um, persistent. And, I mean, there were many, many times that he, he and his men should have died along the way, but he was skillful uh, in, in organization and skillful in leadership. What happened to his brother? What happened to those guys, the Pizarro guys he left behind on the first trip? Well, it's a great dual narrative in that a number of the chapters go back and forth between Oriana and his men descending, plunging downriver, and Pizarro and his men uh, in this death slog of a march back toward Quito over the Andes, oh. uh, upriver. Oh. And so those guys are on foot. Oh, well, listen, this is a terrific book. If you enjoy uh, sagas, travel sagas and adventure sagas, this is a real life one. Let me read what the Wall Street, how the Wall Street Journal summed it up. Uh, River of Darkness, the title of Buddy Levy's book, presents a fast-moving tale of triumph over seemingly insurmountable odds. Hey, buddy, congratulations. That's a nice line. Hey, I really appreciate it, Rudy. Thanks for having me. Nice having you on. By day, Buddy's a clinical associate professor at Washington State University. He lives in Moscow, Idaho. And his new book, his fourth book, is called The River of Darkness. It's published by uh, Bantam, excuse me, uh, part of Random House. Um, you will, uh, you'll enjoy it. Stick around. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transportation to the hospital of your choice. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit MedJet.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? If a tree falls in the forest and no one is around, does it make a noise? Yep. Be like the 4 million who switched to GEICO last year, and you too could start saving money. For a free rate quote, visit GEICO.com to see how much you could save. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back. I'm Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. The Savvy Traveler. It's 33 minutes after the hour. You're listening to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. We're here every weekend 
for two hours. Love to have you with us. Glad you could join us this week. And Ed Cushing's is the president of a company called HomeExchange.com. And that is a website and a company that does exactly what its name implies. You exchange your home with someone else who would like to exchange their home. And uh, you save a whole lot of money on hotel costs. You get right into the local community. And uh, in some cases, you may make a new best friend or two. Ed, welcome to Rudy Max's World. First time on, I believe. Hey, Rudy. Glad to be here. Nice to have you here. Um, what do we have making electronic noise? Do you have an electronic thing somewhere close to there? It's gone away. Okay. No. All right, really. that just had just had a little interference there. Okay. Um, first of all, back up. Did this start because you changed homes with someone? I mean, was it a personal story, or did you say, "Hey, this is just a good idea. Let's get it rolling"? Well, I started my company in 1992, having heard about this concept. I did it once and decided to share it with as many people as I could. I started a little company. It was started as a hobby, and now it's turned into a pretty nice little business. And how many, at any given moment, how many homes or vacation rentals are listed on your website? We have 40,000 houses around the world right now. Incredible. Incredible. Like all around the world, right? All around the world, 142 countries. And the, 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 uh, someone pays $40, $39.95 a year, and that membership allows them to post their property and uh, up to 10 pictures with captions on it uh, and a link. Now, do, do you act as an intermediary with folks, or do folks reach out and contact each other uh, on their own? No, we just allow them to post their listings and then make it really easy for them to contact other people or for people to contact them. It's sort of like a dating service for vacation properties. It's exactly like Internet dating for your house, except with Home Exchange, you get to ask for referrals, which you couldn't do on a dating service. You can and ask for, for referrals <laughs> of your prior exchanges, and you can't really ask for referrals about prior dates. <laughs> and I gather there's a, a, a rainbow of options here from, I'm, I'm sure, you know, beachside one-bedroom condos. Uh, uh, and, but you have, do you have mansions? Do you have anything else? Everything from small lofts to to really giant mansions, beachfront villas, uh, pretty much everything. And you could look at every single listing, all the details on the site without joining. And you can see for yourself the range of geographic and uh, size and um, everything about the homes uh, on the site. Can I look without joining? You can look at every home without joining, but you need to join in order to post your own home. Got it. So and then interact. And then send inquiries to other people. We're talking about the website homeexchange.com. We're talking with the president and founder of it. His name is Ed Cushing. Ed, where do you live, by the way? Where do you live? <laughs> my, my house is in Hermosa Beach, but right now we're actually at our second home in Palm Desert, California. You didn't switch with someone? Uh, not this weekend, but uh, about two months ago, we had somebody stay at our second home here in Palm Desert uh, from St. Croix. They were We don't use this house all the time, so it was empty. Somebody from St. Croix stayed here, and we're going to spend two weeks in St. Croix, three and a half acres on the beach, merely for letting them stay at our vacation home while we weren't here. Unbelievable. All we right. Do it, we do it all the time. All right. You know, I'm sure I, I know you've been asked this question from, since the day you founded it, but it certainly comes to mind to anybody who's new to this concept and listening to the show right now. What could go wrong? What has gone wrong? Honestly, not much has gone wrong. And I've had this company for 20 years with hundreds of thousands of exchanges. And the most that's gone wrong might be a last-minute cancellation, and we make every effort to find alternative 
accommodations if that happens. Occasionally, there might be a little housekeeping issue, but honestly, we haven't had one issue of theft or malicious damage with hundreds of thousands of exchanges over the last 20 years. That's fairly incredible, don't you think so? I I don't think so anymore because uh, year after year, hundreds of thousands of people do this, and um, people are very, very respectful when they're in someone else's home, not as a rental, but they know that that person is in their own home. It's just a mutual trust and a mutual respect that, that seems to to carry forward with home exchange. I'm looking at a listing for a self-described by the owner. Beautiful three-bedroom, four-bathroom home in the Bel Air Hills section of Los Angeles. Not a bad neighborhood. Close to everything, yet a magnificent Hills location. It's a beautifully decorated single-family home, three stories, uh, wooden stone floors, small pool, beautiful patio. They're looking for, uh, then they say where they would like to switch with someone, which is to say Tuscany, a home in Tuscany. Uh, and they have their period period of availability listed, uh, and it, so it's that simple. So obviously, somebody who's got a home in Tuscany can reach out and say, "Yeah, I'd like to live the Bel Air lifestyle for a while." Uh, it's it's that simple, I gather. Yes, it's that simple. But you don't have to have a mansion in order to do a home exchange, and you might end up with that Bel Air mansion if you've got a small flat in New York City. He's not going to get a three thousand or four thousand square foot house in New York City. He'll be probably very happy to get a one- or two-bedroom, nicely appointed uh, apartment or co-op in New York City. And you could end up with that place in Bel Air for what you think is a modest place, but it fits his needs perfectly. Unbelievable. Hey, Ed, congratulations on the success of Home Exchange. So if you want to list your home and look at other places, $39.95. Ed, thanks for joining us. Thanks a lot, Rudy. Stick around. We're going to talk about something else in California. It's a ranch perfect for family vacations. We'll be right back. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. <coughs> On average... A smoker will die 15 to 20 years earlier than a non-smoker. Quit risking your life. Quit spending all your hard-earned money. Quit worrying about dirty looks. Take your freedom back and switch to American Blue Tip, the hassle-free electronic cigarette that looks, feels, and tastes just like the real thing. It's not real smoke, just water vapor. Crazy. I can finally relax without sucking in all those chemicals and tar. No secondhand smoke. Quit thinking about it. Make the switch to American Blue Tip right now. It's everything you love about smoking without the tar, tobacco, and carcinogens. You won't even miss cigarettes. Call now. Now for your risk-free trial of American Blue Tip. Call 1-800-604-3206. That's 1-800-604-3206. Quit stalling and switch right now. Call 1-800-604-3206. That's 1-800-604-3206. AutoZone. Putting off a brake job can have a huge impact on your car's safety. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Your braking system is one of your car's most important safety features. So head to AutoZone for everything you need to do a complete brake job. It's the only place to find quality Duralast pads, rotors, and components, and the right place to get advice on doing the job yourself. Don't take chances with your safety. Get to AutoZone today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. I'm excited for our newest beer for this spring, Samuel Adams Noble Pills. 
It's our take on a classic Bohemian Pils. We use all five European Noble hops for a beautiful hop aroma. Samuel Adams Noble Pils is crisp and refreshing with a bright golden color. Ah, perfect for a crisp spring day. We brew it for just a couple of months, so try the new Samuel Adams yeah. Noble Pils today before it's too late. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass, safe responsibly. Could switching to Geico really save you 15% or more on car insurance? If a tree falls in the forest and no one is around, does it make a noise? Yep. Be like the 4 million who switched to GEICO last year and you too could start saving money. For a free rate quote, visit GEICO.com to see how much you could save. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transportation to the hospital of your choice. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit MedJet.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under Radio Sponsors for more info. Rudy Maxa here, 43 minutes after the hour. So last weekend I was in Los Angeles during the Los Angeles Times Travel Show, and I'm wandering the floor, and I'm seeing people from telling me to come to Korea and, uh, you know, everywhere in the world, these travel shows, uh, destinations set up their booths. And I come across this tall, lanky guy. He's got a cowboy hat on, and his name is Clint Wilder. Now, I don't know if that's a fake name or not, but it sure sounds like a cowboy's name to me, Clint Wilder. Hey, Clint, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me, Rudy. Uh, Clint uh, Clint works with his family, and they run the Rankin Ranch. That's spelled R-A-N-K-I-N, the Rankin Ranch in uh, near Bakersfield, California, in Central California. And it's a ranch where it's a working ranch, about 31,000 acres. Uh, and the family is in its fifth and sixth generation of people working uh, uh, this ranch. And I'll let you talk in a minute, Clint. I know you don't believe it. You married into the Rankin family, didn't you? Well done. Yes, I did, yeah, and I inherited a lot of work, but a lot of nice people to work with. It's really a lot of fun. So. All right, set the scene for us. We're on radio, so we can't see the pictures, so tell us what, tell us, describe for us the Rankin, the, the Rankin Ranch. All right, well, we are a, uh, like you said, 31,000-acre cattle ranch. We also have uh, uh, our guest ranch where people come up and stay the night with us. We have very nice cabins that they stay in, and we provide three good meals a day. We take them horseback riding. We have fishing, hiking, swimming. Uh, you can go fishing down in the pond. Um, there's all kinds of outdoor stuff to do. During the summertime, we have a kids program that uh, keeps the kids busy as far as we have arts and crafts. They take treasure hunts, scavenger hunts. They even go down and catch frogs down at the pond so and down in the creek. Yeah, I'd like to go down and catch frogs by the pond. <laughs> Yeah, they have a lot of fun doing it. They usually yeah. come back a little muddy, but by golly, they have fun doing it. <laughs> what is the average stay of guests of the Rankin Ranch? You know, we can only handle up between 45 and 50. We have 14 rooms, and um, it, 
we like keeping it a little bit small just on the fact it allows us to get to know our guests as much as they get to know us. So it's more of a, a family atmosphere. But during the spring and fall time, we also have more of our adult time because the kids are in school. So we have uh, mainly adults come at that point. But how many nights on average do guests stay? Oh, it's anywhere from sometimes just one night stay all the way up to a week stay. I generally recommend for guests to come with and stay with us at least two nights, sometimes three, because it takes two nights just to get yourself kind of uh, slowed down from the fast-paced world you live in. Now, you said you have 14 rooms and you can take up to 45 guests. That's, that's like three a room. Uh, are these large family rooms? Yes, they are. The, the rooms sleep up to five, and uh, then we also have our deluxe cabin that sleeps up to eight. So uh, the okay. deluxe room essentially has a queen bed and five and three twin beds. And you're not open year-round, are you? When do you open? When do you close? We always open up a week before Easter, and then we close the first weekend of October. So April 8th until uh, the first weekend of October. That's right, yeah. And actually, this year, we went ahead and opened up a week early just because Easter fell so late and so many kids were already on spring break. So I see. We, what, what, what might I eat for dinner at the Rankin Ranch? Oh, we uh, have uh, Sunday night is uh, turkey, and it's kind of a whole Thanksgiving feast. And then on Monday night, it's Mexican food night. And then we have uh, Tuesday night, would couldn't be brisket or... Um, we have chicken. We have and I gather this is served, is it, are these served family style? Yes, they are. It's buffet style, okay. and uh, the kids can either sit with you during the summertime or they can sit with the counselors, whichever you prefer. Um, but, yeah, it's a, we all sit in the same, same kids, room. and Kids don't want to live, sit with their parents. Of course they want to sit with the counselors. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, they have a <laughs> lot of fun, <laughs> all the other kids and that. <laughs> now, give me a – I know you probably have special packages and so on, and the website for finding more information, by the way, is simple enough. It's rankinranch.com, R-A-N-K-I-N ranch.com. Um, but just give me a ballpark figure. What, what it might cost a family of four to spend uh, three nights there, say? Approximately. Well, I won't hold you to it. That's right, yeah. Well, roughly it comes to, um, it would be per person per night would be 205 per adult, and then your children would be um, uh, 155 uh, per child per night, but that includes everything. That's all your meals, all your horseback riding, our hay wagon ride out to the meadow, all the, all the activities, the square dancing, bingo, everything that we do is covered in that price. Square dancing and bingo. It's been a long time since I've done either of those. <laughs> that sounds great fun. Now, uh, is this is this am, am I actually working on the rank? And am I doing something with the cattle or no? No, unfortunately, we we can't have you come and work with the cattle. But if we're doing cattle work around here in the basin, which there's always cattle here, but whether we're working them in the basin here, we'll gladly explain what we're doing. But unfortunately, insurance-wise, won't let us work. All right, I got to let you go, Clint. But did the family make you change your name to Clint Wilder? Nope, that is officially my name. Unbelievable, Clint. Thanks for joining us. All right, thank you, Rudy. Looking for a great family getaway? Rankin Ranch in Caliente, California. RankinRanch.com. Stick around. Rudy, Deals of the week coming up. Phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages.
This segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. It's 52 minutes after the hour. Well, you know, I I sort of never really pegged Steven Spielberg as a private yacht kind of guy, but but I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I was astonished this week to uh, open the paper and see that he had uh, uh, just launched a new $200 million yacht this this past spring, or this past month, excuse me. Uh, let me just say that number again, $200 million. That's just to buy the yacht. Then there's a crew of 26 to pay, and, of course, fuel and insurance and dock. Oh, my, you know, it goes on and on and on. Um, yeah, uh, he just unveiled it this past week, or at least the press unveiled it for him. Uh, the mega yacht is called the Seven Seas, and it's 282 feet of pure, unadulterated luxury. 282-foot yacht. There's an infinity pool with a 15-foot glass wall on which movies can be projected. Uh, it's right by the pool, so guests can loll about in the water by watching films. Uh, the yacht accommodates 12 guests, and as I say, it's got a crew of 26 people, so that's more than two crew members per guest. It was recently spotted in St. Bart's and in San Martin in the, in the Caribbean. And sources of mine in Los Angeles tell me it's equipped with a sound cannon that can blast out the eardrums of any pirate who comes too close to the craft. Now, I'm also told, unfortunately, it takes about 20 minutes to warm up that sound cannon. So you better spot the bad guys from a distance away so you can crank up the sound cannon. Uh, As one of Spielberg's friends said to a friend of mine in Los Angeles, only Steven would spend that amount of money for a yacht and use it to view movies. So a big round of applause for Steven Spielberg for, for... Taking up, taking the big step, and getting himself a two hundred million dollar yacht. Wow, that's a lot of uh, Reese's. One uh, of those things that they sprinkle on the ground at ET. Reese's peanut butter cups. Deal of the week. Last. Uh, no, it wasn't M&M's. M&M's wouldn't let him use it in the movie. Oh, sound, oh, that's the deal of the week sound. That reminds me. Usually in the last part of the hour, we have a deal week. I got a few here for you. Um, Let's see, if you're a AAA member uh, and you're thinking about renting a car anytime between now and May 31st, uh, you might want to consider a Hertz offer. Uh, AAA members and CAA members in California uh, will save $20 on a weekly rental of any vehicle if you use the right code now through May 31st. Uh, plus, you'll earn 10 to 20% off on, uh, on on the rental overall with your AAA or CAA CDP number. So don't forget, if you're a AAA member and need a car, check out Hertz's deal. Uh, I'll give you the, I'll give you the code, but it's so long. Don't even I mean ask AAA to give you the code. It's one five five four five five. But who can remember that? Um, the Grand Wailea. It's a Waldorf Astoria property. That's the luxury arm of Hilton Hotels, Waldorf Astoria. The Grand Wailea is on Maui, the fabulous island in Hawaii. And uh, now through May 1st, they've got a deal where, where in which they'll include breakfast for two and an on-property credit for each night. That on-property credit depends on uh, you know whether you rent a room or a suite, the price, that sort of thing. You can use an on-property credit for additional food and drink or spa services, etc. Um, if you've seen the, uh, if if you, if you go to see that new comedy, just go with it. You will see the fabulous oceanfront pool at the Grand uh, Wailea. It was uh, the movie was shot on location at uh, at that movie. Um, and uh, let's see, is there any other thing you ought to know? That's about it. Nope. Book now and receive a complimentary breakfast or two and an on-property credit for each night 
of your stay. Another upscale hotel offering a deal is the Rosewood San Miguel de Allende. Now, this is in the town of San Miguel Allende in Mexico. This is not a beach resort. San Miguel de Allende is uh, is in the center part, central part of Mexico. It's a famous artist's community, and it's got a uh, quite a large uh, uh, population of Americans. It's a big expat retirement place. It's a beautiful town, and Rosewood, which is the luxury hotel developer, has just built a new property there. You may know their other ones, Las Ventanas uh, in Cabo San Lucas, which is a uh, is stunning property, just a stunning property. This is their urban uh, sister, the Rosewood San Miguel de Allende. Uh, because it's just opened through October 20th, they've got a special opening package rate of two ninety five a night, including breakfast. And, you know, can I just pause for a moment? I... <sighs> I got to tell you, hotels are getting better about offering free Wi-Fi. I was recently in Chicago uh, doing a piece for a magazine on uh, the Peninsula Hotel in Chicago, and I visited about four or five other luxury hotels, and the Peninsula and the new Trump Hotel uh, and Towers there, um, and the Elise, they're all offering free Wi-Fi, which is a step in the right direction. But boy, why are breakfasts so expensive in hotels? Anyway, this uh, San Miguel de Ande, this Rosewood San Miguel de Ande package, includes uh, breakfast. Not an inconsiderable thing if two of you are uh, tying on the feed bag in the morning. Two ninety-five a night includes breakfast, $25 off spa treatments, and valet parking if you happen to rent a car so you can drive around the, the countryside there in Mexico. Not a bad deal. San Miguel de Ande is a very safe place to visit. Don't let the headlines about Mexico scare you in that regard. We're coming to the end of the hour. Um, we have a second hour coming up. Some stations uh, just carry the first hour, and if you're leaving us, um, I'll say goodbye to you now, and thank you for joining us, and we'll see you again uh, next uh, weekend. If you're hanging around for the second hour, oh, we got some fun stuff for you. We're going to talk with uh, a woman who's written a book. I love the title, The Good Girl's Guide to Getting Lost. It's a memoir she wrote uh, about uh, traveling on three continents and uh, Eventually, uh, I think in a bar somewhere in Chile. I'm not sure. We'll ask her. Finding the husband, the man of her dreams. Uh, Rachel Friedman will join us. Got all kinds of more deals, more travel news. So stick around. If your station carries a second hour, we'll be back with you in about six minutes after the local news. I'm Rudy Maxick. Nice to have you here. listening to Rudy Max's World. And as always, you're hearing Must Hear Radio on the SSI Radio Network.